Track Star Sports MMA main card with your man, The Voice. As always, let's start off with some headlines and hot takes. First headline, no aftermath this week. Why? Because the bearded wonder is at a men's retreat right now. He's leading up the retreat. It's about spiritual warfare. And though we talk about physical fisticuffs, and war in the cage and or in the ring. And we're not necessarily dealing with the spiritual warfare at this time, at least not uh, through these podcasts. But I'm not going to leave my man out in the cold. It's a quiet week, so we're going to wait a little bit. Let time take place. Let things simmer and marinate. And then we're going to talk about Greg Hardy and his UFC deal. Alonzo Minifield's contract. A fight of the year candidate in Whitaker versus Romero. Holly Holm defeating the much larger and you would think stronger Megan Anderson, but she wasn't. Holly Holm and her wrestling and her strength did the thing. We're going to talk about Charles Oliveira and his choke. We're going to talk about Razor Blade and his razor sharp elbows. But all that talk is going to take place next week. This week, Conor McGregor had his day in court. And that was on June the 14th. And during that time, he asked for more time. So his legal team requested some more time, a continuation of the court appearance so that they would have more time to work on a plea deal with the state of New York. Uh, At the time that got the information, MMA Fighting's Ariel Helwani, who's now ESPN's Ariel Helwani, but at the time, uh, MMA Fighting's, we're going to give credit where credit is due. He released an official statement from the Notorious' legal team via Twitter, and it reads as follows. I regret my actions that led to today. I understand the seriousness of this matter, and I'm hopeful this will get worked out. Thank you, everyone. Something else that the champ champ is looking to work out is when he will fight again. And Dana White shared via TMZ that he has a meeting set up on June 18th with Conor McGregor. Moving on to some Bellator news. The undercard for Bellator 201, man, it is full of burgeoning talent. They already had Ed Root signed to fight and Kerry Melendez, but now they got Tyrell Fortune on the card. Pachanga is going to be off the chain. They had Romero Cotton or Jerry Trice. Now that will be a true showcase of the wrestling studs that Bellator is grooming for the future. 
in other fight announcement news, John Dodson is going to be taking on Jimmy Rivera. And that fight will take place at UFC 228 on September 8th. Where it's going to take place? Not quite sure. However, another fight that is being rumored and one that at least has been thrown out there is a fight for the inaugural, I mean, by the inaugural women's flyweight champion, Nico Montano versus Valentina Shevchenko. Now, they've been trying to make this fight for quite some time, and Shevchenko was on some media outlet recently saying that Montano is not Conor McGregor and she's going to have to fight uh, sooner or later. She can't just pick when she fights. But she did say that she would be ready to fight on September 8th, and she said in Vegas. So uh, with that coming from the champion, it's a pretty good chance that that's where it will take place. Uh, I'm grateful that Montano put that out via IG today, and I am looking forward to that fight. Okay, in closing out of headlines and hot takes, this is a PSA from your man, The Voice. Stay away from animals. Stay away. Okay, here's where this comes from. Welterweight great and possibly the greatest of all time. George St. Pierre got charged by a gorilla on Tuesday during the trip to Africa. He got charged by an alpha gorilla. He said in his Twitter post that he had to take a um, some kind of like subservient position some some, a submissive position is what he said uh, so that nothing would happen to him I'm glad he knew how to take uh, said position because otherwise that would not have been good but here's the thing if you're not out in the jungles of Africa you won't have to worry about gorillas stay out of animals houses and you'll be fine. So, again, PSA to everyone. If you stay away from where the animals live, you'll probably be all right. In boxing news this week, Bud Crawford beat the brakes off of Jeff Horn, stopping him in the ninth round. The fight was on ESPN Plus, which I did not know as I was going through looking. I just saw ESPN. So it looks like ESPN Plus is going to be a prime destination for combat sports. On Showtime, Abner Mares' quest for redemption fell short to Leo Santa Cruz. Though all three cars were different, they were all for Santa Cruz. And then Jamel Charlo on that same card kept his unblemished record spotless, besting Austin Trout. Dropped him twice in the fight, but couldn't put him away as his brother did previously. Nonetheless, he's still undefeated. 
Now, in fight announcement news, man, Deontay Wilder not only agreed to fight Anthony Joshua, but he's going to do it in the UK. Now, personally, this is the fight that excites me the most in boxing. And it's not only because it pits the greatest heavyweights of the day, but it's because my man, AJ, is a Nigerian. That's right. Niger stand up. Oh, man, I cannot wait to see this fight. This is going to be AJ's greatest test to date. There's been a lot of bad blood brewing between the two over the couple years time. It's been building to this point. Oh, and I can't wait for it to happen. Now, giving this fight a run for its money, as far as the greatest and the biggest and the best fights that can be put on this year, was an announcement made on Wednesday. Just a week after walking away from the table, Golden Boy announced via Twitter that Triple G versus Canelo will take place on September 15th. Now, Triple G's team asked for a 50-50 split, and that's what caused the negotiations to fall apart before, but looks like they came to an agreement, and in just a couple months, the fight is back on. I love Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series. Uh, gives me something to look forward to every week in the summertime. Uh, it's a nice distraction on a Tuesday evening. And the second fight card of the season starts off with two Bellator vets fighting at welterweight as American Kickboxing Academy product Dwight Grant will look to use his KO skills versus Tyler Hill who's coming in off of a October 2016 loss in Bellator. It'll be his first fight in about 18 months. It's also the first time that Hill, the Greenville, Mississippi native, will be fighting outside of the Memphis and Mississippi region. Next fight up on the card is at the light heavyweight division. You got Ryan Spann, who fought on the first season of Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series. Unlike Alonzo Minifield, who came back this year, he lost his fight. And he's looking to rebound against Emilio, oh boy, I messed that one up. Emiliano Sordi. The Argentine He-Man Sordi trains out of Nova Uniao and is also a Bellator vet. At Featherweight, you've got King's MMA rep from the country of Georgia, Giga Chikazdi. I know I messed that one up too. This man, something that he messes up are the people that he's fighting because Giga stopped all of his opponents since losing his debut. He's going to be taking on Yusuf Zalal, 
at 185, you got some mission specialists. And I cannot make up these nicknames. Anthony Fluffy Henderson. Fluffy? Hey, with a name like Fluffy, you got to be able to fight. And he has a tall test as he takes on Jackson Winks, Jordan Wright. Both of these fighters are undefeated. Most of Fluffy's victories have been by submission. Where Wright, he's more well-rounded. Out of his nine victories, five KOs and four subs. So either way the fight goes, he'll be ready. The featured fight of the card is at 145 pounds, so another featherweight fight. Matt Robo Sales, who has five of his six wins coming by way of stoppage. He's going to be taking on the undefeated Yazan Haje. Now, uh, Yazan has a great nickname too. Yazzle Dazzle. Oh man, that's that's yeah, that's kind of dope. Anyway, Yazzle Dazzle, he fights out of Glory MMA in Lee Summit, Missouri. So, you know, he's uh got 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 the voice pulling for him a little bit because you know I gotta represent Missouri. Uh either way it goes. Looking forward to this fight, which is the second fight card of the season for the second season of Dana White's Tuesday night contender series. He said in a scrum after it, make sure you say the whole thing because the boxing contender series will be coming back. And he wants to make sure that there are no uh, questions as a, to what this is and no confusion, no lawsuits either. So Dana White's Tuesday night contender series on Tuesday. Unfortunately, Snoop and the Snoop cast could not be there. It was conflicting as far as time was concerned. Ah, and that hurt my heart a little bit. But either way it goes, love the fights. Looking forward to Tuesday night. PFL 2 will be taking place on this Thursday. Yeah, they're back at it again. And as their motto states, there are no undercard fights. All the fights matter because all the fights have value. They have point value. And whoever wins gets the points and gets the opportunity to move on to the playoffs. On Facebook, you got some really notable fighters like Chris Wayne, Daniel Spahn, Tiago Tavares. Plus, you have a light heavyweight matchup between former WSOF heavyweight champ Similio Rama and former Bellator middleweight champ Brandon Halsey. So they split the difference meeting in the middle at light heavyweight. And on this PFL card, it'll be featuring both light heavyweights as well as lightweights. Now, what the PFL site says is going to take place on NBCSN is that there are going to be six fights. Last time, there were supposed to be five. Only four were shown there. So I don't know how they're going to fit six fights in unless they start a lot earlier than they did last time. 
Uh, that remains to be seen. But here are the fights that are supposed to be on NBCSN. You got UFC vets meeting at light heavyweight in Honey Marks and Sean O'Connell. Undefeated KO specialist and M1 vet Rashid Yusupov will be taking on Raheem Cleveland. Cleveland fought in Victory Fighting Championship. So if you have fight pass, you can catch a fight or two of his there. He lost the middleweight title to Biggie Rhodes a couple years ago. It was vacant and they fought against each other. Cleveland is taking the million dollar purse that the PFL PFL has online very seriously. He is a native of Des Moines, Iowa. He's lived there, played football there, but he's moved his camp to ATT to make sure that he is in the best position when it comes to his chance at a million dollars in the PFL. Also have tough champion and MMA lab product Efren Escadero taking on Jason, the Kansas City Bandit. High. The fight that really is the marquee fight for this card is the debut of Olympic judoka Kayla Harrison. She will be fighting at lightweight. That's right, 155 pounds versus Brittany Elkin. Vinny Magalhães, the Brazilian jiu-jitsu legend is going to be taking on Jamie Abdallah. You also have WSOF title challenger Brian Foster taking on tough runner-up Ramsey Nijum. Now, the featured fight of PFL 2 pits Luis Firmino, who is also a WSOF title challenger, Back in the day in WSOF, just in case you did not watch it, Justin Gagey reigned supreme. He was undefeated going into the UFC and had a number of fights in the WSOF and killed everybody. So got a lot of those people who couldn't get through Gagey trying again now under the restructured PFL. He's going to be taking on the former Bellator lightweight champ, Will Brooks. Now, both Firmino and Brooks styles are grinding kind of styles. I mean, Firmino has, what, about 11 decisions out of his 20 victories, and Will Brooks is a decision king as well. So, somebody is going to come out of this thing victorious. It'll probably be by decision. But with the way the point system is set up, how is that going to impact them? Because you get three points for winning the fight, but you can get bonus points by finishing the fight. The faster it happens, or I should say the, uh, the lower number of the round, the higher the bonus point value. So first round gets three, second round gets two, third round gets one point. So stoppages are a premium in this format. 
and I am looking forward to seeing how this turns out. I'm really enjoying, or I should say I enjoyed the first PFL, and this put a nice little wrinkle in things and made it that much more interesting. To keep up with Trackstar Sports, like the Trackstar Sports Facebook page. Make sure that you follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. New content gets released regularly on Anchor.fm. For all the Android users out there, the easiest way to hear Trackstar Sports and find all your favorite podcasts is by downloading Podcast Republic. Once there, subscribe to Trackstar Sports and new episodes will be ready for your listening pleasure. For iOS users, you can do the same thing via Apple Podcast. Make sure you join the Debate Fuel Facebook group if you want to talk sports with the Trackstar Sports correspondents. We're in there on a regular basis and we are getting it in about all kinds of sports football and i'm talking about the football of the world you know the world cup going on there's no world cup of american football this is real football anyway i digress football national football league baseball you name basketball you name it weightlifting we're talking about it in the facebook group now our flagship broadcast is debate fuel it's on a hiatus right now but when it comes back you can watch it live on periscope at 10 eastern on saturday mornings and then you can always catch a replay there as well as on wherever you listen to track stars sports until next time it's your man the voice host of the track star sports MMA main card and I'm sounding off.